live from Megacon in Orlando, Florida. It's the nighttime show. With us always, this red-headed son of a bitch, Matt Walker. I'm your host of the nighttime show, Stephen Kramer Glickman. And with us today, one of the most wonderful, talented actresses and phenomenal people. We love her. We need her. She's incredible. <laughs> Leanna Vamp is here. Hello. Wow, hey. that is an introduction. That is the intro. That's really yeah. good. I'm, I look. I'm I'm filling in for Mike Black. He can't yeah. fly. He can't. He couldn't be. Oh, here. so you had to like up it. I'm up it. it. To I'm be trying extra. to up the ante. Got to, it. To, Got to it. do it. I was like, I feel right. real special right now. So thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a great start. Uh, for uh, for our, our uh, uh, listeners, uh, we are currently right now in Orlando, Florida, at MegaCon. On. Um, uh, Leanna has uh, granted us an interview, uh, and, of and, and, and is and is currently dressed as Chucky. I would Chucky, say Chucky, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> which is so which is so fucking cool. Thanks. Um, your booth is amazing. Thank you. And it's so like it's so fun. And we we got to work together. Uh, we go way back. We to do. like We go way back. A year and a half ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> A full way way back, maybe a little longer. I don't know. It might be. It might be. We got to work together on a, a like a loot crate video. Yeah, it was fun. You were purple, and I you were an purple. alien. I was an alien. You was, shot me in the head. I did. I did. I also threw a grenade at the camera. Do you remember? Yeah. When they're like, just throw it to the side of the camera, and I threw it, and it went dead center into the lens, and I was like. <laughs> Oh shit! I'm fired. <laughs> oh my God. I'm fired. Because that's all the money on those yeah. things is the it lens. Was, yeah. It was plastic, so I think it was safe. But I still, I was like, oh god, they're just gonna they're gonna be like, You're, you lady, out of here. We'll replace you right now. But it was fine. It ended up being fine. Yeah, act, actors and actresses are cheaper than lenses. In this that's town. true. That that's true. True. Um, Very you, true. You've been doing. Uh, you've been acting for quite a long time. Yeah, I've been doing lots of things. Yeah. When, when did you start? Where are you from? How did this all? Who are begin? you and why Who are you did here? This begin and how did this and what did this? Um, so for me, I've been part of the con world for a very long time. Um, I started going to San Diego Comic Con when I was in high school because it was cool and I was a nerd and that's just what you did. Where, where did you grow up? Um, Pasadena when I was younger. Okay. And then as I got older, um, I moved to, uh, farther south. I don't want to give away every. I'm not going sure, yeah. to be like, oh, and then this is where I live, and this is where I live, and then <laughs> what is your your, your exact <laughs> what is your social security now? number? <laughs> yes. So San Gabriel. Saying yes. 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 San, you zoned it there in. We, there we go. Um, so this kind of whole world started for me a little bit of an accident. Okay. Um, my husband and I were going to San Diego Comic Con. We started making videos because people wanted to go. They couldn't go, so we started. Uh, it was called I Love Nerd Girls, and essentially we would film little highlight reels of the convention. So if you couldn't mm -hmm. go, we would do um, interviews with the celebrities, we'd take photos of the people dressed up. Like it was just a cool, fun video, so you didn't feel like you missed out. Sure. Um, that whole thing kind of snowballed into me dressing up and doing the cosplay thing, um, which led me into doing more acting. Um, currently, I do a kid's puppet show which is like a little what? bit, a little offshoot. Amazing. Um, and it's one of my passion projects. It's something that I've loved. I love puppets. And it's uh, like Halloween, like Muppets meets the Monsters. Mm -hmm. So we have a bat, love a zombie, it. a ghost, a werewolf. And that's the fiends? That's the show? fiends. Mm -hmm. um, so cool. Yeah, thank you. And I'm the human, so I'm the real person. Everyone else is puppets. Um, we also just published our very first children's book based on one of our episodes, and we do a merch um, line as well. Oh, my mm -hmm. God, that is yeah. amazing. Thanks. That is incredible. <laughs> um, so... In this uh, in this con world, yeah, um, wh like what got what was the transition from just going? How did the transition work out from just going to cons to then actually cosplaying? Like, how did you like? How did that happen? What like was making that? it work. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wh wh why did why did that happen? Um, 
I, the real answer is I don't know why that happened. Uh, when I went, I was going for fun. I was like, mm -hmm. this is cool, this is fun. I'm hanging out with people that are into the th same things that I'm into. We started doing the videos, which was still just for fun. Um, and then all of a sudden, people would start inviting us out. And they would say, hey, can you come do a video at our con? Can you come show off our con? Mm -hmm. um, so it turned into a job, which our intention wasn't really that. We're like, we're having a good time, this is great. Um, and then it snowballed into that. So we were traveling all around the world making videos, showing people what they're not be they, if they're we were in Dubai if you can't come mm -hmm. to Dubai you can see our video of what the convention was like wow. um so that is like mind-blowing for me I was like how does this become work oh, you know yeah. we're hanging out I'm dressing up playing Halloween in July because you're um, like I was gonna pay you to go and now you're paying me to right. go and do the same thing I was gonna do for free exactly yeah, so it was like kind incredible. of amazing mm -hmm. um but the one great thing that all of that has afforded is a platform for me to share the things that I love and that I want to put out there Absolutely. and I have this fan base that stands behind me and supports me which is like i am blessed every day it's crazy amazing to have that where, now where did you meet it's your two aerosmith song titles right <laughs> it's crazy it would have been amazing. it would have been better if i sang it it's but amazing. <laughs> it for me. Right, how, how did you and uh your husband meet where'd you guys meet um I'm going to take it back. We met through MySpace. Whoa. Yeah. You know wow. it took us it took me a while to realize that. Um and I didn't I mean we we met in person, but initial the initial connection was through MySpace. Oh my god. Which is like old school. That Most of these people listening might not even know what that is. Was was he in your top 8? Um no. 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 Oh, no. Wow. Wow. It was like the the end for my for me it was the end of the MySpace era. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't like people were still slowly moving over to Facebook is before long, Instagram. How long have you guys been together? It'll be 13 years this Halloween. Oh my wow. yeah. God. That's yeah. amazing. Did you guys get together on Halloween? Yeah. <gasps> uh. yeah. Wow. <laughs> and we got, we got married. Um, this will be our, what year is it? This will be four years this October. Um, hmm. But we got married not on Halloween because I mean, that would have been ideal, but there's a lot of shit going on on Halloween. Yeah, so we're like, we did the yeah. beginning of October, but Elvira married us. What? Wow. Yeah. Not scary farm. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. That, did that you, is incredible. Yeah, yeah. So you did it at the park while people yeah. were in and so all that? So we did it on the stage that she does her, she doesn't oh, yeah. do her show anymore, but it was on the stage that she did her show and it was this amazing ceremony and I'm not a wedding person. That's not like mm -hmm. anything I've really ever cared about. But um, when they're like, well, Elvira wants to marry you. I was like, yes, please. <laughs> wow. Let's do that. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. What did you wear for the wedding? It was a black lacy long gown. So yeah. Cool. What like, did he wear? What did he um, wear? He wore like a nice black suit. That's so he should have worn a black lacy suit, but <laughs> he, he was like, I'm drawing the line yeah. on <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, now, when it comes to nerd stuff, and I know that you are like a verified nerd, mm -hmm. um, what is the stuff that you grew up being a fan of? Like, what, what, where are your nerd? My nerd roots? Your nerd roots. Um, so I do a lot of comic cons, which are mm -hmm. very like pop culture nerd centric. Um, but my love and joy comes from horror. And mm -hmm. that's what I grew up loving. And it, that's hence I'm dressed as Chucky right now. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm a huge horror fanatic. I love conventions. At the beginning, there was a lot more horror in Comic Cons, and now you're seeing a lot more horror conventions separate yeah. from Comic Cons. They're right. their own things like now. Monster Palooza, Monster Palooza, Midsummer stuff, Scream, yeah. mm -hmm. um, Spooky Empire—they're all over. Um, but yeah, that was that was my jam. Horror movies since I was like eight years old. What What are some of your favorites? And like like and why are they your favorites? So my very first, which is still one of my favorites, I was eight years old and I watched The Exorcist, mm -hmm. and in hindsight, not a great idea. Sure. Um, there were no parents there. I was at my friend's house and she lived up in the hills, um, right in, in Sierra Madre. Mm -hmm. So like 
up in the hills where Swanky. it's real like yeah but also yeah. creepy yeah. Like her backyard yeah. was a forest. Yeah, it's like dark and dark not a and lot of lights. There's not a lot, and, yeah. yeah, not a lot of lights. And it was at the time where people didn't have screens on their windows. You left your front door open. Mm. People mm-hmm. had trust in humanity. You know, yeah, right. you can't say that much about it today. Um, so she turns on the movie. She goes to sleep, falls asleep because she'd seen it before, and just leaves me. And I sat on that couch like my. I don't think I blinked the entire time, <laughs> terrified. Oh I don't God. think I slept. But the next morning, um, we were having breakfast, and I was like, "What are we watching tonight?" And that's when I knew. I was like, it scared the shit out of me, but I loved it so much. Mm. I want to do it again. Really? Yeah. Wow. yeah. Uh, I, got, I was a I, weird kid. I got a good one for you. Um, yeah. When I was a kid, I, I did not watch a lot of horror films. Uh, I, I saw, um, my mom was very careful uh, when I was very young yeah, about as watching stuff. Parents should be. Sure, in some ways. Um, uh, but when I, when I, like, I watched Jaws when I was a kid. Uh, not Jaws 1. I saw Jaws 3. The oh, one, oh, that's it, awful. yeah, right? it was horrible movie. Uh, it's a terrible. They're in movie. the Bahamas. Is that no, 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 that's no, Jaws Sea World. Yeah, it's the one where at the water park with the uh, water park. Oh, so Quaid? you were Dennis like Quaid. never yeah. wa- no water parks ever. Well, not even water parks. I wouldn't swim in the pool because I thought the the big the light in the mm-hmm. pool was the <gasps> eyeball of the oh, yeah. shark. So I would get in the pool and then I'd see it and I'd go. And like night <laughs> swimming was out of the I question. Was, I was terrified of the pool. Yeah. I thought that, that I was going to get eaten by a shark because I was like they or end up in a or end up in a bad movie. Yeah, this either be a terrible film or I'm going to get eaten by a shark. So you watch it on video. And it's a movie that was made for 3D with all kinds of stuff where they do the thing where they keep throwing stuff at the camera. But right. you, on, on video at the time, they didn't come with like 3D glasses. You're no. just seeing them do stuff at the camera. Like, yeah. Why do they keep throwing stuff at us? Yeah, it was very strange. Yeah. It was a very, yeah, that that uh, that was upsetting. And then the other one, which I know you'll appreciate, is uh, when I was 13, I asked a girl out uh, for her first date. I asked her to go see a movie with me at the movie theater. And, uh, and then I got home and I told my mom, I was in the seventh grade, uh-huh. and I told my mom and she said uh, that I was too young to go to the movies by myself because she thought I'd get kidnapped. Oh, 13? Um, 13 okay. years old. Uh, and I was very short and very fat. And so she was like, you're going to get kidnapped. Some Someone's going to roll kidnappers. you into a van. You're going to be in real trouble. And I'm never going to see They're you like, again. Yeah, it's not happening. So she was like, instead of going to the movies, let's bring the movies to us. Oh, that is clever, and mom. So, yeah, clever. So she went and bought movie posters and hung them up in our living room. Bless your mom. And then she said, I could pick three VHS tapes okay. and then we'd invite the girl over and we'd put out a, an assortment of candy and my sister would dress up in a, as an usher and she'd have bags of popcorn, hand us bags of popcorn, my little tiny sister. And uh, she, was, wow. she was like seven years old at the time. So mm-hmm. she was like in a little white shirt. Oh my God. Your, mo- your family sounds awesome. Oh yeah, they really went for it. And then the girl came over and well, I don't she, how the girl would feel yeah. though. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> the girl came over and was like, what the fuck is this? Why, why aren't we going to the movies? And I was like, the movies are here in my living room. What were the options? And so I gave her the options. I said, uh, we have three movies to choose from. We have Star Wars. Mm-hmm. She was like, ew, no. Oh no. I was like, we have Pretty Woman. And she was mm-hmm. like, uh, no, I don't want to watch that. You don't want to watch a movie about a whore with no. <laughs> a little girl on a date? So, yeah. And then I said, or we have a scary movie called Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> you did not. Which I had not seen, but I had heard it was scary. And she was yeah. like, oh, yeah. we can watch yeah. that. I heard I heard that that was a scary movie. Yeah. So her and I alone watched Silence of the Lambs. And when that dude tucked his junk and starts yeah. singing like and doing like the, I'd fuck me, yeah. she started crying and <laughs> oh, calling. 
and asked her, her dad to come pick her oh, up. Yeah. And God. then immediately the next day started dating my, my best friend. <gasps> that is 100% true. What? So I, mean, I was like mortified because I was like, well, I don't know what's happening in the movie. Like, okay, oh. I'm totally in shock. You know what? That sounds very <laughs> traumatic. But I do have to say that is a fantastic story. So it's I'm sorry story. for 13 year old yeah. you. Right. But but Me, thank God to my, us, yeah. it's great. But it paid off. It's good for 40-year-old me. It's good, <laughs> yeah, 40-year-old me loves that story. Yeah. Um, Matt, you and me are both uh, stand-up comedians, and I know we both uh, say a lot of things that are uh, very offensive on a mm-hmm. regular basis. Do you ever have trouble sleeping at night? Uh, yeah, not because of things I say, though. It's just because I have lousy pillows. Oh, okay. So you don't have like a horrible feeling of guilt sometimes for the Never. awful things. Oh, that, well, that's nice. Never. I'm proud of the horrible things that I say to people. <laughs> that's No, that's good. That's a good way to yeah. be. Sometimes I, uh, I, I do have trouble sleeping, uh, or I did have trouble sleeping mm-hmm. until I got this brand new pillow. What kind of pillow? I mean, this is next level stuff, Matt. This thing, this is a pillow. Uh, you've never seen a pillow like this because uh, until recently it did not exist. It's called the buttress pillow. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is shaped like a butt and it has little legs and it's a, it's uh you got, you're not going to believe this. You got to go check it out. The buttress So it's like your face rests on a butt. Your face is is pressed into a butt crack while the legs support your uh, mm-hmm. your neck and shoulders basically it's it sounds it, comfortable it is very comfortable uh it's ergonomic uh am i saying that right er- yes. ergonomic uh functional all natural and it's absolutely beautiful uh check this out this is this is from their website um soft but supportive with feeling with the feeling of a butt all right and the sweet spot is between the thighs and the cheeks which will gently cradle your head and support your neck great for side sleepers back sleepers and stomach sleepers it's squeezable slappable face variable uh relieve stress you know from having a long horrible day you've what what do you want to do at the end of a long day put your head in a butt that is a hundred percent right well, you could dress it up you can dress it down you want to throw you, some pjs you convince on it? me so where do i go get one of you these? go to the thebuttresspillow.com. that's t-h-e-b-u-t-t-r-e-s-s pillow.com Go to thebuttresspillow.com, Matt, and uh, get your sleep on. You'll have much better dreams. All right, let's get back to the show. Uh, what what other uh, horror stuff uh, was was like a, an early passion? What other what other ones did you? When did you find out about, about Elvira? Like how? Early um, I on? was actually way older when I found out about. I mean, I would see like the commercials, the Coors Light commercials on TV. Um, sure. But I feel like Elvira, when I was younger, appealed more to the male audience. Yeah. Do you than, watch like than, uh, movie macabre on the weekends? Yeah, I did. I did, okay. and I love. Of Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, like all of the classics. Yeah. Um, I pretty much watched everything that I could when I wasn't at home because my parents were like, we don't want you watching that. That's too scary. Yeah. So it was always at my friend's house and it was always the older brother renting it for us because her parents didn't really want her to watch it either. And, um, and by the way, parents, if you're listening, that's the thing to know is if you tell your kid you can't watch something, they're going to watch right. all of it. They're going to do yeah. everything. Like, like my mom, the only thing she wouldn't let me watch was uh, uh, Married with Children. She's like, this show is not to be on in this household. When I went to college, I watched every single episode of Married with Children, and then it came (laughs) on in reruns, and I've seen every episode like five times. It's a great show. Yeah. I mean, amazing. I feel like it's 
slightly inappropriate, but I mean, there's they could never make it today, right? But, yeah. but it's hilarious. It was yeah. a, it's great a great show. show. Yeah, great show. But so now, funny, like, yeah. and like she she didn't like it that I listened to Howard Stern, so then I became like a super fan. Howard Stern's great yeah. too. It's yeah. so, like I became a super fan because my parents exactly. didn't want me to do it. I'm like, well, then that's what I'm doing. So parents let your kids do whatever yeah. they want is what we're yeah. saying. Do yeah. whatever you want. Do whatever you with want. Reason. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> if you get nothing from this episode, yes. just parents let your kids whatever they want. And I don't I don't mean to be hanging on to Elvira for too long. No. This, but was there ever like a thought for you to become like like has that ever been a thought like of be the, being next, the Elvira? next Elvira or is that not really a thing? You know what? And not not like not like I don't mean by by saying like you change your name. Oh to Elvira. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, like no. Being that that, that type, type of, of icon. Yeah. Um, for me, I've never. I've always just. For me, it's on a character, and I think that's mm-hmm. the difference. Sure. I don't. Um, I mean, I do put on outfits, but I don't put on a character. Right. So when I walk out the door and my personality and the way that I dress, and a lot of the times I dress in all black, I wear a lot of, it, it looks like I'm dressed up as something, but that's just me. That's, that's I'll go to, to the grocery store in like all black with a hat and a lace dress and cool boots on. That's just my that's style. So, cool. um, so I think that's the big difference is I've never wanted to be someone that has to be a character where I have to put on the put on the persona. Got it is it. my persona. Um, so there's never been really like I want to be the next so-and-so. I just want to be who I am. I want to create awesome things and I want to share it with the world. I mean, it sounds really simple, but no, it makes that's sense, kind of the though. goal. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I know that that stuff can sometimes get a little confusing. Yeah, you know? yeah. I feel like you put too much thought into it and you make this big old thing that can be a little overwhelming and I'm like you know what I know what I love I know other people love it out there uh, at least one other person and I'm sure there's more than that um, and if not I put something out there that I'm proud of and that's totally. really what it's about for me I totally get that mm-hmm. um, let's look at some we're going to talk to some credit about some credits some Ooh, IMDB credits. credits here some IMDB uh, credits there's the uh, video game high school which you've done uh, a couple episodes yeah that was fun TV. Yeah. What, what was that like was um, that so it was really fun it was um, some YouTuber friends of mine when I really kind of first got into this um, and they did, it was called Video Game High School, and the videos that they made were like shoot 'em up YouTube videos, but yep. they did a bunch of special effects, and at the time, they were kind of the first people to do it, so they transitioned from doing that to doing like a little episodic uh, series yeah. that I was a part of, yeah. which is super fun. Was that like sort of, I don't know, Freddie Freddy Freddy Wong. Was he, yeah, yeah. That was his? Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, because he did a lot of great work with he, all those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did. Then they uh, moved on to which they were a really big inspiration for anyone like in this whole world because they went from making money on YouTube to seeing the change in YouTube and realizing, mm-hmm. let's go over here and make our own platform yeah. that we control. Um, mm-hmm. And they were really successful at it. So yeah, they really have done an amazing job. And, yeah, and they and they get hired to produce some yeah. incredible yeah. content. And they've come so far from when they first started making their YouTube videos. Yeah. Like they've come a long way. Yeah. No, their stuff's really amazing. Um, you worked on the Oracle of Outer Space, which yeah. uh, is a uh, an, oh, the Oracle of Outer Space. If I'm uh, correct on this, this is a is this a short? Was this a short or was this a full? Yeah, this is a short. Yeah, it's a an little animated, animated series. So I'm one of the um, I'm a voice actor in it. I'm the ship's computer. So um, yeah. that was super fun. As a friend of mine that. Uh, funded his project and I got to be one of the voices who, in it. Who was that? Was that Carl, Carl King? Carl, yeah. yeah, Carl King. And Carl King actually is one of my homies. He's a good friend of mine. Um, yeah, he's Carl an amazing, amazing composer and he does a lot of uh, audio for our kids puppet show, um, mm-hmm. a lot of music for, um, he did our Let's Get Spooky intro. So if you listen to the podcast, that little jazzy intro at the beginning, mm-hmm. he did that. Yeah, Carl King was also the cinematographer on The Death of Superman Lives, oh, which yeah. John was Schnapp's John Schnapp's yeah. thing. Yeah. And John Schnapp starred in this, yep. in this show with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, John was 
was a, a yeah. very good friend of, oh, of ours awesome. and was on mm-hmm. our show a lot and a wonderful guy and Dweezil Zappa. Yeah. You people need to go check this out. Yeah, go it's find super that. cool. Oracle of yeah. Outer Space. That's so check cool. it out. It is awesome. I love it. I love it. Hey, Matt. Uh, before we continue the show, um, let, let me ask you a quick question, Matt. When you're getting down with the ladies, you uh, you you uh, you uh, you uh, lubing it up. You uh, lubing it up, Matt. You have to. You sometimes you got to get your lubes on. Uh, but I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Um, the biggest problem I think for most people is that you know lube. It goes everywhere, especially when you're. It's dark, you know. It's in the middle of the night. Gets all over. It gets all over the place, and that is that's no fun for nobody. Which is why uh, I always say you should use Lube Light. That's right, Lube Light uh, lets you pop its cap for an instant illumination. Wow. That's incredible. So you just open it up and then you've got a light? You got a light built in. It'll any lube will work in this uh, in this bottle. It is uh, you, you grip it, flip it, squeeze it, fill it up and I'm telling you right now, bam, you got a lube light. You pop its cap at, for instant illumination and uh, then lube gets applied wherever you you want it applied, not where it wants to go. That's right. You're in charge of the lube now. Uh, also, uh, you know, uh, you can keep the light on while you're getting uh, while you're getting down to clown uh, and that ambient light it's very nice it's never blinding and uh, and especially while you're grinding so uh, I mean don't take it from me Matt don't take this advice from me take it from uh, a satisfied customer lube light has changed everything in the bedroom for me I used to always just be worried about making a mess half the time I couldn't even find it but with lube light I'm always guaranteed a hole in one that's why you should try lubelights.com. Lubelights.com. We're talking about lube, folks. Lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon.com. Search for Flip Lube Light. All right, let's get back to the show. Um, what's uh, What's next for you? In, in, tell, talk, tell me about this book and, and the... In uh, the world. In the world. In and the Anna, world. And like what you want to do. What's the in next the world. In the world. In the world, what is next? Uh, so the children's book has been uh, a dream of mine. And to publish a book is like in my mind was always like such a high goal. And now that I've achieved it, I'm so proud that I've done it. I worked with some really great people. Um, one of my best friends illustrated it. My husband and I wrote it and we actually funded the project. And the premise of the funding was for every book that was purchased, one gets donated. Mm -hmm. So, um, we're donating hundreds of books to children's hospitals, libraries, uh, book drives, uh, essentially the goal is just to get the book into the hands of kids because we want to encourage them to put the phone down, to put the video game controller down, Mm -hmm. to read, to use your imagination and do what we did as kids when our parents were like, go outside, go entertain yourself. Um, Don't be consumed by technology. And as an adult, I feel like I'm guilty. I'm consumed by technology because our work revolves around it. But it's really that message of like, Hey kids, remember, use your imagination. And that's the premise of the book is, uh, the characters get a paper boat and then they imagine they're on a pirate ship sailing the ocean, like going on an adventure. That's so. so cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I love thank that. you. That's yeah. Really, really neat. Um, okay, so I have some con questions for okay. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because you uh, are, have uh, been, you do, how many cons a year do you do? You know what? I did a lot, like, there was one year where it was like 40 oh, and that's my pretty God. much every weekend. And that's just dumb because yeah. <laughs> life is not fun when you're living out of a suitcase for that long. Yeah. Um, it went from like 
40 something to in the 30s and then in the 20s and then this year we're like at around 10 i think mm-hmm. right now which is still a lot it's yeah. a lot of travel yeah um but it's it's really fun we get to try i get to travel with my husband which makes it even better i don't have to do it by myself we get yeah. to travel the world spread the love of the things that we do so i really like can't complain but i do like being home a little mm-hmm. bit more so I get, I get that yeah yeah it's like and you work so hard to have a home and then you, you wanna, never get to see yeah, it you, you pay that rent check it. and you're like Wow, that sucks. I was here one day. Yeah, that's not fair. That's not fair. I'll just rent a mailboxes, et cetera, box and save a lot of money. And then public storage box to put all my stuff in when I'm gone. Um, You know, uh, there's a big thing uh, at the cons now, which is the the cosplay is not consent Mm -hmm. thing. Is that something that you've ever had to deal with at cons? Or do you... uh, Are there problematic guys you've run into? Like, has there been issues um, like that in the past? You know what? I... Or women. Or Or women. Yeah, you know what? Actually, don't don't judge. women, Matt. Because both can equally Some women are terrible people. Can be grabby. It (laughs) could be a man or a woman that's very grabby. So for me, I personally haven't had a lot of that. But I feel... I feel like you receive the energy that you put out there. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone, You look like you'd kick somebody's ass, and right. I think that frightens people. A little bit, but yeah, I'm like, with a smile. Yes. Like, I'm nice until you cross the line, <laughs> yeah. and then I'm going to let you know. Absolutely. I have no problem telling someone they're crossing the line. I yeah. think that's where the problem starts, is a lot of people are, they don't want to hurt anyone, anyone's feelings. But if you don't speak up for yourself and you don't stand up, you are allowing that to happen, and that person's like, oh, it was okay with you, then mm-hmm. I'm just going to go do that to you. You yeah. know? Sure. So people don't really understand, and there's a lot of social awkwardness a lot of the time mm-hmm. so you just have to be open communicate if someone's doing something you don't like say it yeah. and I have no problem yeah. saying it and I feel like I appreciate those signs I think it sucks that it has to happen I feel like common sense and common courtesy should be a thing sure. but unfortunately it's not so there's mm-hmm. a sign there if you don't have common sense and yeah. uh, but I do feel that everyone has the right and should speak up for themselves. Don't feel bad about hurting someone's feelings if they're being inappropriate. Well, I think those signs are largely there because of some lawyers that said, hey, we need to uh, do something so we don't get sued if something happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, so yeah. it's not the con's fault. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Def- uh, yeah, it, it definitely yeah, is it, something that, like, uh, I'm I'm happy it's, uh, it's there so that people who are morons can be reminded right to but see not the thing morons. is the morons usually don't read the signs yeah is ah, the problem because they can't <laughs> read yeah or they choose to be like oh that looks like something i should read no never mind yeah. <laughs> i got somewhere to be let's go <laughs> so you what, know what what are your uh what are your fans like what what do you feel like they're what do they like to be around my fans are freaking amazing yes um I feel like I have a community of people that has followed me for so long and they know my roots and they know the things I love and they support me. I call them my white knights. They're like the people on the internet where if someone says something bad, I don't even have to like deal with it because my people will go in and be like, Hey, you're not, don't say that. And they just, they fight my battle for me, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just have such a good group of people that they just love what I do and they support me. And it's, it's, so crazy to just come to a new place and have people there with like open arms and want to hug you and say thank you for inspiring them or thank you my kid loves your book or they love your videos and I'm like my heart <laughs> and that's what I do it for I do it for um we have a backdrop in front of my booth and it's a it's like a cartoon coffin and yeah. then all of our characters are popping outside of the coffin Brilliant. and my heart every time a little kid will come up and they do like the dead in the coffin pose and they close their eyes and I'm just like this is it oh, this I die so <laughs> I die every cool. time it's so cool yeah, it's uh, super rewarding. Okay, now, costume-wise, uh, is there a favorite? 
or or um, like, uh, like a couple favorites? Is there like one that you go, oh my god, yeah, oh, I'm gonna go out and go fucking rock this. That's that's <laughs> what that's question number one. Yes. And question number two is: Is there a costume that you have not done that you would like to do? Maybe uh, it's a little too complex. I thought you were gonna something. say: Is there one you want to burn in a fire? Because oh, I haven't answered yeah, that too. Is there one, one you want to burn in a fire? Um, all so, three. Answer all three questions. Uh, answer <laughs> all three questions. <laughs> so much pressure. Um, so favorite. Favorite is hard because it's like picking your favorite child. Like especially ones that I like blood, sweat, and tears went into. One that I love is my. I have a female stormtrooper costume. And I love wearing it. I sound like a bucket of Tupperware when I walk around. It's like Mm -hmm. not flattering sounding at all, but I feel so freaking cool. Um, There was a moment where I was like walking around the house. I was like, I'm going to do the vacuum in the Stormtrooper. Let's play with the dogs in the Stormtrooper (laughs) costume. And then I realized I was like, this is not very comfortable. It's not a good idea. Um, So that one is kind of one. Can you you sit down in that? No, you can't. Yeah, because we've known people in the 501st and they're just like, oh, I have to stand here. And you're like, you want to take a seat? They're like, no, 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 I physically can't sit down. I actually, I can on a stool. There's so mine has like, it's, most stormtroopers have like the little butt yeah. plate so you can like lift the butt plate up a little bit and like put a cheek on a stool so you can kind of sit down mm-hmm. but it's almost too much work you're like yeah. it's just better to stand up <laughs> yeah. so that one at a time i loved and also wanted to burn in a fire because mm-hmm. literal blood sweat and tears like it cuts into me my loose feeling in two of my fingers when i wear it it's a lot but yeah it's still amazing. And then anything horror, I have a Freddy Krueger. I have an Ash from Evil Dead. Oh, nice. Freddy Krueger one's very, very cool. It's like my homage. It's like 80s bodysuit Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. So it's very confusing for some people and they don't. They're like, I want to like it, but you're also Freddy Krueger and you, <laughs> I shouldn't. But yeah. I also like confusing people, the, but I have the, the claw hand. Yeah. 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 So cool. That's amazing. Thanks. <laughs> um, what What is one that you... Uh, that you haven't done that, that you haven't done? done that you'd yeah. like to do so I don't I honestly that's such a hard question because for the longest time it was a stormtrooper mm-hmm. and I was like ah, I would love to be a stormtrooper but it's a lot of work and I don't know that I, I can do it and then um, a friend of mine made the the very first the only female stormtrooper in the Star Wars world um, and I was like yeah let's make that costume mm-hmm. and that was kind of the last time I, I had the goal costume is that the to make. Phasma was that? Um, no, it's uh, just just staying as the character. Okay. Um, so it's just it looks like a stormtrooper, but it's more feminine. Okay. Yeah. It's very cool. Um, and uh, and it could be a male stormtrooper with big flabby boobs. It could, hey, could be. Hey. We don't know. Why do his boobs got to be flabby? Yeah. It's, why? It's a, it's a <laughs> fat why can't guy he have with, nice boobs? Look, there's not skinny guys with boobs. There just aren't. Look, I've seen two today. <laughs> two, yeah. You are not looking in the right places, You're not sir. In the right places. And we're going to bring him in right now. <laughs> Phil, come on, come on in. in. Um. <laughs> From its humble beginnings in Minnesota to a worldwide brand that has taken the vape industry by storm, Jungle Nation presents The Glory Days. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What was that? Um. I'm sorry? No, no! This is the glory days! This needs to be exciting! Uh... The glory days! This is not your grandparents' e-liquid company! We take the flavors you love and flip them on their flavor faces! Kiwi lemon lime, melon blackberry, are you freaking kidding me? Sound the alarm! It's a new flavor alert! Peach, orange, mango, game over! These are some of the most well-rounded, clean e-liquid flavors on the market! Following strict FDA guidelines and recommendations, Jungle Nations is taking the best of 42 fully registered flavors and bringing them to a local vape shop near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Must be legal age to purchase or use. Let these days be the glory days of tomorrow. Go to junglenation.com 
That's JNGLNation.com. Um, for, uh, for, you know, like, what about, what about family? Um, does your family, how's your family feel about all of this? Are they, <laughs> do, like, who understands it? Who does not understand what's going on? Um, cause so, we have those. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we have those in common. I'm yeah. sure you have an aunt somewhere who's like, what are you doing? I don't, I don't understand. understand. Why do you go to all those places with the weird people? Why aren't you at your cousin's birthday party? I don't understand. Auntie, I'm busy. Okay. I'm working. Uh, so my mom is like my cheerleader. I could be like in a brown paper bag and like standing on a street corner, like washing windows. And she'd be like, that's my baby. I love her. Uh, so she's my cheerleader for anything. My dad. Um, so my parents, my mom is Mexican. My dad is Middle Eastern. So I'm Lebanese and Mexican. My dad is like, you need to wear more clothes. You need. And I was like, dad, don't make an Instagram account. Like, just don't go on social media. And he made an Instagram account. And at the beginning, he would send me a message or he would like comment. And be like, I don't like that one. You, need, you should take this one. You should delete that one. And it really? Was so funny. Or oh he wouldn't say God. anything. And then I'd go over, you know, and my parents for dinner and he'd pull up his phone and he'd show me and he's like, what is this? I'm like, dad, really? I'm an adult. You can't tell me what to do. And he's like, I'm your father. Yes, I can. I was like, yeah, but I'm still not going to do it. That's so amazing. he gets it. He just just likes to poke fun at it. Um, I think at the beginning, they're like, what the hell are you doing? You went to college. Why are you like yeah. making videos? And what is this acting thing? And um, it's that judgment of like, they want to see you get a, a full-time job and work nine to five and have a boss. And I'm like, that's not for me. Yeah, so it like, took them oh, a that's, while. That's a vision of America that doesn't really exist anymore. Right, that's not a thing. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they understand it now. I think that they're seeing like, oh, you can actually make a living doing what you're doing, but it yeah. took him a while to get to that point. Yeah, you can make a living doing a lot of things. Yes, like a lot of unconventional. There's things. a lot of. We just had um, the McClure family oh, yeah. on our show. The McClure twins have. It's. Uh, hang on, hang on. I will give exact the, numbers. The numbers uh, hang are on, astonishing. Hang on. I will give you the numbers because it's almost impossible. Like you, your brain stops working. 1.2 million on YouTube, 1.7 million on Instagram, 2 million on Facebook. And these and are, are twin five-year-olds. They're twin five-year-olds. Oh. They're just cute. They just, they're cute <laughs> twin five-year-old girls that, that talk, they say cute silly things. things. Yeah. And then they have a little brother who is one year, one years oh. old and he has 200,000 on Instagram. And it's <laughs> shocking. Like, but are they, they like the the little ones where you see like they're five years old, but when you talk to them, they sound like they're twenty five. Oh no, no, they, no, no, no. Just these really are five yeah. olds. When when the one of the five year olds said to me, "How many do you have on Instagram?" and I said, "I have a hundred and sixty one thousand." And, and like, she went, <laughs> "That's cute." <laughs> And then the sister was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "She has yes, followers. Yes, yes, followers than oh, us. Less and then West followers than West followers than us." And then the other sister was like, "But he he's a grown up. You're old. You should have more." Like it was so. Oh my god! Funny. And you're like, "You are adorable. You're so adorable." And they they're but for them to do what they do yeah. and, and make a living. Mm -hmm. The father and mother quit their it's like jobs, their full -time job. and it is that's their full-time amazing. job making, doing all this content. And isn't that cool that that's like that's a, a possibility? That's a possibility. You know, yeah. that's crazy. It is a good for them. Fascinating yeah. world. Good and, for them. And the, the the ability to like gain a massive following doing one thing, yeah. and then flip it on its head yep. and do something else yeah. with that following, like take all of them somewhere else. Yeah, that's the that's the whole 
trick that yep. everybody keeps. That's why, like, I th- I think the the book that you're doing and the and the TV show and the stuff that you want to do is is so smart because you can just transition all of these people into yeah. a different. That's the goal, thing. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah because the goal. I mean, like like right now, cosplay is big, and people will pay you to come to a convention as yeah. like in the and sit in the cosplay area and sign autographs and stuff. But I mean that won't last forever at some no, point that's not. gotta come to some sort yeah. of an end and then you've got something else you can do yeah and if people if that's all they do then they could just wake up one morning it's like oh the phone doesn't ring anymore exactly what do it's i like, do now this like this stuff the con stuff is like a byproduct of being amazing like being a being a person a personality a person that's a personality and you're very talented and very cool oh thank and you and you just ended up with this yeah. with this mm. stuff right. and then you can and you you, you make your to, way and I think that's yeah. what's really important you have more is, to offer than exactly just yeah. if you if you find your way and you make your way um, good things can happen and if you hustle like a lot of people will say yeah. hey I want to do that I'm sure you've had people doing your show hey how do I have a successful podcast how do I have a su- successful business and you're yeah. if there was a roadmap trust us we would all have followed that roadmap a decade ago but it's about the hustle it's about wanting something bad enough to sacrifice and to get where you want to be so and a lot of it is you just have to stick with what you're doing if you really care about it you just have to keep doing it long enough to get your shot exactly because if you do something long enough eventually you will have a chance and just be prepared to take advantage of when you get it some people get their chance really early on other people it takes decades before they get it but if you keep doing it because you love it eventually you'll get a shot at making some money from it yeah absolutely and if not you did something really cool and you can move on to the next thing Uh, for me personally one of the things that I love is horror obviously we've talked about that Um, and I do the kids puppet show but that appeals to a younger audience we call it frightful fun for all ages so it's something the adults can enjoy with the kids as well um but i love horror so much i actually do a horror show and podcast so we film it if you want to watch it mm-hmm. we oh, record awesome. it if you want to listen on itunes or spotify yeah. what's the um, name of the show it's called let's get spooky oh that's awesome yeah and it's a uh, something that i've done in various forms throughout the past couple years um but now it's more uh, a little bit more formatted we have um, we're on itunes we're on spotify yeah. we have the videos on our website um but it's me and my friends and we sit down and we talk about horror we talk about anything under the spooky umbrella which is mm-hmm. so much more than just horror movies totally. yeah. um but it's something that I love and again something that I've wanted to do and I just did it and yeah. that's the hardest thing I think for a lot of people is how do I do it just try you yeah. know you're never going to know if you're good at it if you like it if you're going to be successful if you're so worried about like jumping in mm-hmm. you know and totally. you only learn you learn from your failures too so now, if you make a mistake I've got a question it. on yeah, the puppet right. show. Do you make your own puppets or, or we what do, do you? Okay. Yeah. Cause um, we've got a friend who makes puppets. Uh, Maria makes puppets. We've been to the oh, Henson yeah. uh, facility. Yeah. Like we were there. We interviewed Brian Henson, uh, like episode five of our podcast. I'm the way back oh, then. Um, and I know there's a lot of work that goes into just making a puppet that works and does the things you want right. it to do. Like how hard was that? Like, did you, take a class on how to make a puppet like did you sit um, down and like look at them like how did you figure out how to make a puppet so for me it was it's me and my husband our two puppeteer friends that uh voice uh cubby the bat and mm-hmm. dk's the zombie uh we sat down my husband cameron actually had i think he was like a napkin or a piece of paper where he mm-hmm. drew the sketches of what he wanted the characters to look like and our friends had a had a little bit of experience in puppet mm-hmm. making so they took on the that burden of making them okay. we were kind of like the overseers of like hey we want it to look like this we want it to function you design like that. it and they actually right Um, the thing that's tough though is a lot of puppets that you see are based on the Muppet 
mm-hmm. uh, the Jim Henson Muppet yeah. is that style of puppet, the way it looks, the way sure. it operates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and for us, we wanted it to be our own. So our our puppets are not conventionally made. They look mm-hmm. very different. Our zombie, um, the fingers actually go into his teeth. So his teeth move in his okay. mouth, um, which is a very unique thing that you don't see yeah. very often. Most of the time you see the Pac-Man, you yeah. know, the, the little the big the, sloppy mouth. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we were very uh, adamant about it being very different looking. We didn't want it to look like something yeah. that people had seen before. That's so cool. And then we have a full size werewolf as Whoa, well. Like a walk around? Like a walk around werewolf. Oh, wow. We do events. Uh, we have, his name's Howlin' and mm-hmm. uh, his eyes light up. So he's a, um, He's a little scary, but he's still kind of cute. So the kids are like, oh, he's a werewolf, but he's not terrifying, slobber dripping mm-hmm. blood, like right. super scary. That's so cool. Even though yeah. I kind of want him to be that way, but yeah. I know people would be scared. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have everything I want. <laughs> I kind of want to scar children for life, but their parents don't <laughs> but like it But it's so probably much. not yeah. a good idea. <laughs> it's understandable. Yeah. All right. Um, where can people find you on the social medias? On the social medias, I am just at vamp, V-A-M-P. Is Four that, letters. That is it. That's easy it. peasy. That's a good one. How, how killer is that? That's that you a, got that for magical. Twitter and Instagram and everywhere. Magic. And uh, tell people again the name of the podcast. The podcast is Let's Get Spooky. If you go to my website, leannavamp.com, it's L-E-E-A-N-N-A-V-A-M-P.com. You can mm-hmm. find links to everything. Awesome. Matt, where can people find you? Uh, you can find links to everything at funnymat.com. Or if you're annoyed by me, let me know at mattwalkersucks.com. Or if you're someone like Leanna who likes scary things, you should check out our true crime podcast that frightens Steven, uh, where I it's a short five-episode limited run thing where I tell him all about the time I was a juror on a murder trial for a man who killed and dismembered his mother. What? In, in graphic detail. He, he he this guy put his mom's head in a backpack and carried it around for how long? Uh, about a week. Yeah, Wait, you so were on the jury? Yes. He was on the jury. Oh my god. What yeah, state so was it this? It's in called, California? It's called Juror Number Eight, and you can yep. check that out on the iTunes. You know what Spotify I'm doing tonight in my hotel yeah. room after the con? Yeah, I'm dude, listening I'm to you, that show. Uh, like uh, Leanna, I I have a like, I don't like things he doesn't like, like that. You don't I mean, like scary things. No, no, no. no. Like it, it, it'll like I like I like scary movies. That's real. That's like a real that's like life. A real that's a man that did and, that. Like, yeah. He told me this story, and he was like, "You have to be on the show because you don't because you get scared about this time." Yeah. I had fucking nightmares and shit. Did you really? Yeah, it freaked me the fuck out. It's a there's fucked the, up story. There's the murderer. Oh, oh dear God. God. What's his yeah. name? He looks Moises like Moises Moraz Espinosa. Anyone named Moises looks like they put their mom's head in a backpack. Check out Juror Number Eight. It's all about you. Um, if you can check out the nighttime show.com that's our mm-hmm. website uh, it's got links for uh, our live show and our podcast and, uh, and, and episodes and merch and all sorts of fun stuff uh, big news uh, that's happening I can I can mm-hmm. I can talk about finally on here uh, I signed a deal with hot topic mm-hmm. so yeah. I will have merch uh, shirts I have five shirts going into hot topic congratulations which is very exciting but Three years of conversations finally. Sometimes into it a takes thing. time, but it's all worth it in the yeah. end. Oh, so cool! So that's a big fun thing. And then uh, 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 the nighttime show is returning June 29th mm-hmm. to Dynasty Typewriter. First time there. Hayworth. It's our first time at that at that venue. It's going to be fucking amazing. Uh, live performance uh, by a, a a musical act, uh, as well as as interviews mm-hmm. on our last show. The Gin Blossoms performed, Red. and uh, uh, you know. 
they were uh, they were incredible. Jason Mewes and all sorts mm-hmm. of great people were there. Leonard and then, Malton, uh, yeah, Leonard cool. Malton was there. It was yeah. great. And then um, we, uh, yeah, we're leading up to NostalgiaCon mm-hmm. and then to LA uh, Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con first, San Diego. San Diego yes, God, I will see you guys of, there. Oh yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a whole thing. Yeah, you should come come and do things with us there. Yeah, too. I'm It'll down. So much fun. Yeah, San Diego Comic Con Adventures. Hell ready. Yes. Um, thanks for listening to the show. I'm Stephen Glickman at Stephen Glickman is S T P H E N S T E P H E N Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Don't su- forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast. Leanna Vamp, you're amazing. Thank you for doing the show. Thank you for having me. Oh.